uh, hey guys, what's up? It's me. It's Gracie. You know, that one. <laughs> oh man, it's a beautiful day in uh, undisclosed location, Texas. Uh, it's been raining. It's been super cold. I think right now it's like 40 degrees outside. I'd actually be down to 30 because the sun already set. Hold on. I don't know why this is important. You guys aren't fucking here. Um, it Yeah, it's 44 right now. So that's really fun. Love that for me. Um, oh man, it's been a crazy day. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? How are y'all doing today? You doing good? Is my thing plugged in? Yeah, my thing's plugged in. Okay. Oh, okay. I can do this. I'm a podcaster. I got this. Hey guys, what's up? It's me. It's Gracie. Back again for another a crime. And yes, I did say crime. Um, I actually have decided that um, fuck my own rules. If I feel like talking about murder one day and then murder the next week and then murder forever or who knows, maybe next week I'm gonna do lore and then like three lore episodes in a row. Like, you know what? From now on, I'm talking about things that keep me up at night. Whatever they may be. No, no schedule, no rules. Because, I don't know, I feel like I was kind of working myself into a box there. And I didn't like that. I just want to talk about what else I want to talk about. Because I love, like, you know, all my shit. So, yeah, just so you know, doing all that. Um, I know that I said I was going to try and be more active on my Twitter account. Still trying. Uh, I've been super busy. This is my first, like, official, like full week of school actually no I had Monday off so <laughs> I've been here I've been to a week's worth of classes at least and I'm still kind of getting the swing of it um I just started a new job at my school newspaper I am the web content editor so that means that I put every I think have I talked about this before I don't know but I put all of the articles and all the pictures that we need and stuff online so this was my first week of doing that so I was just kind of working through that progress um I actually finished my script on Tuesday why did I say it like that? I literally, I finished my script yesterday and now I'm recording. That's a normal thing to do. People do that all the time. I think I've just, I don't know. I've just really been working myself into a hole. <laughs> like yesterday felt like it was like a thousand years long. And honestly, so did today. Uh, but hey, I took a kind of nap. Okay, listen to this though. <laughs> it's actually super weird. So you know those like weird like little like in-between dreams you have whenever you're like kind of taking a nap kind of awake so I was watching like a random Markiplier video and I fell asleep kind of and in my kind of weird dream I was like sitting at like a booth in a diner and there was three old ladies across from me and they just like slowly began to get crazier and crazier and then suddenly everything just stopped and one of them looked at me and she was like this is why you don't grow old what? what what kind of weird cryptic dream is that oh my god i like i had it and i woke up and i was like what the fuck just happened to me it was like an out-of-body experience honestly but hey you know what i hope wherever those dream old ladies are they're doing good they're watching over me honestly oh my god <laughs> oh yeah so it's kind of been that um but i really have been you know working through it this Past two weeks have been really hard for me, um, but I'm gonna get I'm gonna get into that later though because you know stay tuned. But also I'm going to be as up I can right now because this is what you guys are here for. You guys aren't here for my bullshit or my 
I'm about to say teenage, I'm 21, my 21 year old angst, like, no, we'll do that at the end, so that people who don't want to hear about it, don't have to, why did my mailbox just pop up? Yo, am I being haunted, what is this? I just got a thing from Beto, why did that make my entire email pop up? That's scary, I don't like that. <laughs> ghosts! If there are ghosts in my laptop, I think I'd actually die. Um, I say it a lot, and like, of course, having a phone's good, but I think that if I lost my laptop, my entire world would be over. Because I have all my schoolwork on it, I have all my job work on it, I have all my podcast work on it. Like, I do not know what I would do. I think I would just die. Like, oh man, Gracie's dead, what happened to her? Oh, she lost her laptop. Oh, you know how like pigs get really, really scared when they die? Kind of like that, but a little bit different, but not really. <coughs> my chesters anyways uh but yeah today we're i'm honestly i just want to jump right into it uh, i'm kind of bummed right now i have it in my notes that um i can't there's this thing okay so there's this thing where i come from where i come from uh called a uh, big ass glass and i was gonna try and go tonight but i decided not to but in here i was like oh i can't go because i'm filming a podcast because i don't know yesterday i thought i was gonna be going or something <laughs> i'm not going and i'm pretty okay with it because I'm tired and I deserve rest. So, <laughs> anyways, I just wrote up my notes and I, I have. So I started doing notes for introductions and the ending, just so I don't like end up rambling for hours. And that was my notes. So you know what? Future Gration, future Gration, future Gration wanted to talk about that stuff. <laughs> anyways, let's talk about. Let's just talk about trigger warnings. Oh man, that's a fun topic. You know what? I think we're just all gonna be okay with the fact that I make bad jokes sometimes. I was about to apologize for that joke, but like, whatever. Ah, trigger warnings. Okay, so. Oh, this week's trigger warnings are mutilation, drug abuse, uh, murder, suicide, self-harm, and basically we are handling some really heavy shit today. It's a lot. There's a lot about, like, I guess kind of examining the human psyche a little bit but like also it's a murderer so I'm I don't at all hum like humanitize humanitize like sanitize but for humans Ugh, I don't try to make him appear more like you know human like I don't try to make this a, a sympathy story but this dude just had a lot of shit going on so I wrote about it because you know I'm a journalist I'm here for facts and I'm here for truth and this is the fact and the true story about John Alexander Lawson, a.k.a. Pazuzu the Satanic Murderer. We'll get into the nickname later. Um, I, I just, I cannot take the name Pazuzu seriously. Like, I cannot do it. I, I'll talk about it later. Okay, anyways. So, let's get into the story. John Alexander Lawson was born to Timothy J. Lawson and Cynthia Pretty Lawson on... Pretty Lawson on August 12th, 1975, in beautiful San Francisco. San Francisco, you know, the place. His family lived together in San Fran until 1971 when they moved to Fourth Sea County, North Carolina. This is where his parents would eventually divorce in 1990. There was, of course, no confirmation on this, but due to some of the psych evaluations that John ended up having, um, it is kind of, there's like a vague rumor that he could have possibly gone through sexual abuse and neglect. It cannot be ruled out, but it cannot be 
like you know this really happened it's just it's a thought so and then there's also family drama um his father immediately moved away back to san francisco um, after the divorce and his mother remarried and these issues kind of caused a lot of conflict and strain on his relationships and as his formative years went on it kind of got worse so oh boy let's go he dropped out of west west <laughs> he dropped out of west forcia high school and legally changed his name to pazuzu ila algard and turned into a satanist and a drug dealer so we don't have time to unpack all of that, uh, but I, <laughs> but what is known is that Pazuzu is the name for the king of demons in ancient Mesopotamia mythology, and is actually the main villain in the Exorcist universe. Was he a mythology buff? Maybe. Was he just a moody teenager who probably saw a horror movie and went, dude, yes, maybe. The latter seems to be like, you know, a little bit more understandable, but you know. Give him benefit of the doubt. Probably shouldn't though because he is a murderer. Also, the name Pazuzu, I just cannot take it seriously. I know that it's like, you know, a god or whatever and like a demon or whatever. So along with the new name, he also created a whole new identity. He decided he was of Iraq descent and had a satanic mother, despite not being a practitioner of Iraqi and Iraqi? Of, sorry. Despite not being a practitioner of Iraqi culture or of the Islamic faith. I personally think he just did this. So, okay, so hold on. So the time frame he did this was right after 9-11. And I think that he just did it to kind of provoke fear and be associated with a religion that was seen as radical at the time. Um, I did, I like, I genuinely do just think that was him just kind of be like, oh, look at me. I'm a part of this too. And he, he wasn't. Um, so he was never actually involved with the religion. Um, he, he had st- and he instead decided he was a self-styled combination of Charles Manson of Manson family fame, Anton LaVey of the Church of Satan fame, and Aleister Crowley of Thelma fame, which is a religion based on the concept of today's will and not Thelma from Louise. Thelma, yeah, Thelma and Louise. I haven't actually seen that movie, so I don't think I'm cool. <laughs> so let's talk about the how we looked because, you know, if the religion and the faking of religions isn't enough for you, wait till you see what this dreamboat looked like. So, close your eyes, picture this. He decided to take a Dremel tool, which is a tool that is used to cut through wood, metal, and glass, and use it as a file to file down all of his teeth into sharp little shark points. He then got his tongue split in the middle and inked his whole body in tattoos. He would also dress exclusively in Hot Topic Satan-style clothes, which is in the early 2000s Hot Topic, which is a lot more metal. Now, before you go, oh, he looks like my bud Paul. What's the big deal? Well, unlike Paul, uh, Pazuzu would tell everyone around him about his animal and human sacrifices. Pazuzu began to monthly perform ritual sacrifices orb, orb, orb. Ritual sacrifices of rabbit or small animals, claiming that eating the still-beating heart of an animal gave him a rush better than drugs. Um, He and his buddies would also do mutual bloodletting in graveyards, attempting to follow black magic rituals. He eventually did decide that black magic and Satanism as a whole wasn't hardcore enough for him. If your buddy Paul does that, don't be his friend anymore. And that is the Gracie guarantee. (laughs) You have a buddy that likes, um, that thinks Satanism's for pussies? 
dump them. And that's the advice for today. <laughs> so let's step back. Um, underneath all of this, Pazuzu was a very also emotionally fucked up dude, as I was mentioning earlier. He was an addict. He was jobless and almost, almost homeless. Uh, during his young adulthood, he was also diagnosed with depression and schizophrenia. His mother was aware of all of this and was, she had a very weird way of showing her son that she supported him. Uh, she would buy him rabbits to sacrifice every full moon. He would also, <laughs> she also supported that he would only ever shower once a month, which was on the full moon, before he sacrificed the rabbit. His mom would find blood for him to drink, which was never looked into, like, where she got the blood or what kind of blood it was, but she got it for him. Now, we're it's in the mid-2000s, and pa <laughs> I remember the word Paz. <laughs> in the mid-2000s, little Pazzy wanted a family. He began to open up his home to drug users, alcoholics, and those with mental illnesses. He would also invite young women to live with him because he is a predator, and he began to call them his fiancés. Two of the fiancés were named Amber Birch and Crystal Matlock. Both were born in the Bible Belt and were known for not getting into trouble. But now they lived in the Knob Hill house. Remember those two names? They come in later. Um, it was in this house that Pazuzu began bragging about how he murdered two prostitutes, claiming he ate parts of their bodies before burning the rest. And all of his followers were just like, all right. Yeah, they, li they literally had no reaction. They were just like, oh, okay. <laughs> so he got a little bit pissed off. Um, and he now began to say that he killed another prostitute and covered the remains in the basement. Like, I said covered twice. <laughs> in the basement, covered it in kitty liquor and liquor? What the fuck is kitty liquor? <laughs> is it liquor just for your cats? What was that? Is it catnip flavored? <laughs> Someone make cat flip. <laughs> cat flip. Somebody make cat... So we'll make catnip liquor, please. <laughs> so I'm going to say just for a stupid punchline. It wasn't even funny. Okay. So in the basement, he covered the bodies with kitty litter and bleach to help with the scent. However, the house was super gross. Like, really, really gross. Uh, this house, I, I posted pictures online from my Twitter. This house makes a frat house look like a five-star establishment. And if you've ever been to a frat house, you know what I'm talking about. So it was decided the smell was not actually related to any death, but was just gross. Um, in 2009, 20, 20, he was convicted of larceny, which placed him on probation for the next few years. All this happens. At the time, he also had dreads. And that is the true crime, honestly. True crime. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we talked a little bit about the home, but let's metaphorically dive into the home and even metaphorically doing so makes me feel a little bit gross and like I might need to take a shower so let me okay so there were like a lot of people living here and people were just allowed to come and hang out and go like the walls inside of the home were covered in spray paint and blood writing out quotes from horror movies metal songs and occult symbols drunk was also just everywhere like, if you look at some of the pictures I posted, I believe I posted them. If I didn't, just tweet, tweet me a little bit and remind me. I'll try. And, like, these pictures that were posted, it's like, you can see how much garbage and just shit is laying around their house. And they just don't care. 
they also had multiple animals in the house who were poorly cared for, which does, you know, that makes me a little bit sad, um, who would just pee and poop around the house regularly. And this is actually also an activity Pazuzu would take part in as well. But unlike the animals, he actually preferred to do it in front of people. One of the reasons it was so hard to find out about the murderers was also because of the smell and waste and like people didn't want to fuck with that shit as you'll see as we can as we go okay so now enough of the backstory let's talk about the murders please because that's why you're here in july 09 pazuzu shoots and kills his first and actually only confirmed human victim joshua welzer he was 32 um the attack was unprompted just kind of saw him out decided to shoot him uh fiance's amber 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 not gonna make that joke um Fiance's Amber and Crystal assisted Pazuzu in burying the body in the back of the house. His mother, Cynthia, also was aware of it because she co-owned the house because whenever he got it, he was like a kid. On August 3rd of 09, the daughter of Pazuzu's neighbor called the cops saying that she saw her father bury a corpse in the yard of Pazuzu like the month prior. There was no follow-up, so think about all you know so far. Pazuzu looked like a demon publicly acted like a demon, was known for killing and eating animals, live animals, and boasted about other murderers and was actually already on probation. And the police were just like, nah, nah, we're, we're good. He seems like a swell dude. You know, we don't have, you have too much to do to take care of a murder. I swear, I honestly, I, I may have to do cops jobs for them, and I will, and I do not mind, and that is a threat. <laughs> Nobody in this world wants me on the streets. Oh my god, I'd be the worst cop ever. I'd just constantly be like, hi, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm gonna have to arrest you. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, oh, you, you, were, you, you were actually just stabbing that guy. Oh, bummer. <laughs> Anyways, don't think about cop Grayson anymore, she sucks. In October of 09, Amber shot and killed a man named Tommy Welsh, who was 31, uh, with also no motive. The trio again buried Welsh in the backyard. And everything in the story is pointing to these idiots getting caught. If you see the pictures, you can Google them. I may have posted them as well. Who really knows? If you Google them, you will see that the graves, quote-unquote graves they were buried in, were not real graves. They just weren't. That's uh. Yeah. Also, the murder began to, like, people started to be like, whoa, dude, I think Pazuzu killed someone. Whoa, whoa, dude, I think Pazuzu killed someone. Dude, did you hear about Pazuzu? And Pazuzu was like, fuck yeah, I killed someone, and nobody can stop me. I'm a murderer, it's what I do. No, there was still no police interference, and I just want to know why. Nobody even thought about checking up on it. <sighs> oh, I hate it. <laughs> on February 9th, 20... 2009 on February 9th 2009 it's 2019 why not 2019 it's 2009 man brain me knows the story better than writer me and writer me was the one so you know write it on February 9th 2009 Joshua Wetzler's girlfriend and baby mama called the police telling them that she had heard he was buried on that property now the police went and searched for the bodies less than a year after the murders and thanks to the cunning and amazing policemen on site 
The two massive graves in the backyard were ignored. <sighs> Did they even go into the house? Oh my god. Did they even go into the house? Okay. So in a time span between 2010 and 2014, shit got weird. Uh, there was constant police tips being called on the house that were never investigated until the winter of 2014 when another town murderer take when another town murderer was taking refuge at the Knob Hill house uh, the murderer also took the murder also took place where Pazuzu had done his rituals but who knows if he was you know connected probably but who knows but probably during a police investigation, Pazuzu tried to misdirect police and tried to protect his friend. Very, very poorly. Uh, so Nicholas was found and convicted of involuntary man- involuntary? So Nicholas was found and convicted of involuntary manslaughter, and good old Pazzy was charged with accessory after the fact and was sentenced to serve further probation, which was, you know, working out for him. So yeah, all of this is happening, and you know what he's doing? drinking bird blood, doing all of the drugs, and, you know, bragging about how he got away with murder, as one does. However, now he is forced to go under a psychological evaluation in which he was diagnosed agrophobic, agrophobic, in which he was diagnosed agrophobic, you know, yeah, which is the fear of open and crowded places, which I, you know what, no. I'm not going to ask any questions about that because I'm not the psychiatrist, psychiatrist, I'm not the psychiatrist for that. But he was also diagnosed as an alcoholic and was once again diagnosed with schizophrenia. He also tried to get out of the evaluation to go partake in his new moon ritual. And the fuck? He was eventually just prescribed medication, was essentially just told to fuck off and take responsibility for what he's done. But he didn't have to because they just fucking let him go. And no, no, they didn't even ask about the bodies he may have buried in the backyard. Basically, things began to kind of form a little bit more when he beat his mother, despite her not pursuing charges in the end. But during her report, she was very open about the fact that her son had buried bodies in the backyard. But can you guess what no one did? Nobody investigated it. Nobody did. They would also get online and like post about how they would ritually kill and eat people like even after all these things were going on and those cops never you know, okay so now police care they had a tip from a man named matt flowers who said that he saw the two graves you know the two graves the ones that everybody saw yeah those graves finally october 5th 2014 the skeletal remains of the bodies of tommy welsh and joshua wetzler were recovered from the backyard of knob hill house Forensic evidence did show that the bodies were never disruptive post-burial, meaning that all the times the cops came by, all the times the house was searched, which I assume was none, they were there. Like, duh. But the cops didn't know, and I'm just upset about it. But let's take this crazy train home, because there is, in fact, a light at the end of this tunnel, but not really now that I say that out loud. Okay, let's keep on going. Pazuzu Algarda was arrested and charged for the murder of Joshua Butzler and for accessory after the fact to the murder of Tommy Welsh. Amber Birch was charged for the murder of Tommy Welsh and accessory after the fact in the burial of Joshua Wetzler. 
They're both taken and held at the Fourth Sooth County Jail with no bond allowed. Amber did try to claim that she suffered from Stockholm Syndrome and drug abuse. However, she did not claim insanity and is serving a minimum of 30 years. Crystal Matlock, the other fiancé, was arrested for two counts of accessory after the fact and is serving a minimum sentence of three years for her part in the burial of the bodies. So, if my math is correct, which it may not be, she would be out now. And if she is, I hope that she has changed her name and restarted her life because that's a, that's just a rough thing to go through, you know? So, so Pazuzu was awaiting trial for a year from October 2014 to October 2015 and was finally given proper treatment for his mental illnesses and was placed on secure custody, as you would think. However, the night before his trial was set to begin, uh, Pazuzu committed suicide by biting his forearm open and bleeding out on the floor in his private prison cell. He had no drugs or alcohol in his system and was just deemed capable of assisting in his own defense. His autopsy report did reveal detailed scars and other fresh self-inflicted injuries, which did kind of show that his mental health and his uh, safety was not being monitored enough in that jail. And yeah, that's the end of the story. Yeah, I know. It's not a good ending. And it's... It's just, it, it boggles my mind to think about what these people could have been like if they didn't have a life they had to lead. Like, Pazuzu wasn't born into, like, a wealthy household. He had an issue with drugs in his teens and it ended up making him drop out of school. Like, he, didn't, he had a mental illness that wasn't properly taken care of. And it's like, of course, he's still a murderer and what he did was still terrible. He's not a great dude. But it's always just interesting for me to think about what they may have done if they had not fallen down the path that they did fall down on. And that's my hot take. I just, and it's always so weird with these cases because like, I don't want to, okay, here's the one thing. I don't want anyone to listen to my podcast and be like, oh, this guy was crazy, but he was schizophrenic. So that makes sense because people with schizophrenia don't kill people typically. I'm not saying typically like 38% like no like not everyone is one type of person that's just not the way it is and I just I don't want anyone to think that I'm trying to say that I'm trying to be like excuse what he did because he was schizophrenic I'm just saying that maybe if he had gotten proper mental health care that things would have been different and pop my nipple my nipple I meant my knuckle but I'm glad that I'm glad there's a nipple <laughs> Okay, so what do y'all think? What do y'all think about Pazuzu? What do you think about the gross, gross house? I I just think the story is really interesting just because of the fact that police really did not have their shit together, which is weird. And of course, policemen aren't aren't the best people in the world. Like, I do have family in law enforcement. They're chill. Again, once again, not everyone, not every one person's like, yeah. But I just said, this just natural. I just said, and you can't tell me it doesn't. But... It does suck that they were able to get away with this for so long, and who knows what they could have prevented if they were just smarter, <laughs> if they were more thorough, and if they actually, I don't know, I feel like pe someone who does that job like that is just going 50% of their job just to get a paycheck. I don't want policemen to have to do that, because if you're trying to make sure I don't get murdered, I kind of want you to be a little bit, you know, on your ball. Maybe that's just me. Who really knows? Um, but yeah, that's Pazuzu. It's Pazzy Poo. I'm gonna take a drink of water.
you guys like TikTok? I love TikTok, and I have that one TikTok thing where it's like, it sounds like, I'm a working bitch, stuck in my head right now, and no, that's not how it sounded, shut up. <laughs> oh, man, okay. <laughs> so, ah, uh, the end of the show, ah, uh, the 11th hour. I guess my notes right now are just telling me to tell you guys to make sure that you are following my Twitter up at Nightcast. I post updates, I post information, you you can tweet me funny gifs of dogs. I really like lizards. Tweet me gifs of lizards. <laughs> or you can suggest stories. I love it whenever, you know, people interact with me. I like interacting. Interaction's very important to, you know, a self-sustaining life, honestly. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> So yeah, just to reiterate about what I was talking about earlier, um, I am just gonna post whatever I want, but it's gonna be on Thursday at noon, and it's going to be about things that keep me up at night, whether that's Pazuzu, or the Boogeyman, or the same person. I'm gonna talk about them, I'm going to give you my information, and yeah, I'm excited for it, it's gonna be a good time. Um, oh my good thing? Okay, I gotta be real. <laughs> I'm not gonna just sit here and be like, yeah, I'm here. It's been a shitty past few weeks. And it's not because of anything bad happening in my life right now. I'm very blessed to be where I am right now. There's a lot of good things happening for me. So if my parents are watching, listening to this, I'm fine. Um, Mental health is just, it's a weird topic to really think about or to talk about just because like, like, maybe this was one of the issues with Bazuzu. He wasn't able to ever talk about this type of stuff. And of course, if I don't talk about it, I'm not going to become a murderer. Please do not misconstrue that. Um, I just, it's always really weird because I'm the type of person, I'm like, oh, my mental issue, well, my mental issues, oh, my mental health something that it's just for me. It's for me to deal with. No one else has to know about it. And that can be a good thing, but it also can be a bad thing. And I do want to keep this as a way for me to just be very open because, you know, the podcast what the fuck are you guys gonna do about it stop listening to me okay i'll keep on making them <laughs> please stick around <laughs> i'm not trying to kick you out i promise just please stay <laughs> i just want to talk about some stuff um but yeah mental health's kind of weird sometimes you go through these periods where you just have no motivation for anything and all you want to do is sleep and you don't really even want to write a script for the podcast you really love doing because all you can think about doing is just not doing anything, you know, or you'll stare mindlessly at a laptop for 12 hours a day and just kind of not think about anything. It gets really, really tiring, <laughs> which is ironic because it's, it requires no physical activity, but it's just, it's exhausting to try and deal with your mental health sometimes. And like, you know, maybe I'm just doing a little bit of that right now. And it is really frustrating. I think one of the most frustrating parts for me as somebody who does have a mental illness is not knowing why. <laughs> like, am I, am I not, am I depressed right now? Yes. Do I have a reason? No. So you know what you do? What you do is you just keep on going. It's just so much easier said than done. But you just, you sit down, you write a podcast script, you take your medication, hang out with your pets. You try and make plans with your friends, even if the plan is just sitting quietly and watching a movie. You just It's the little steps you have to take. And it's little steps that make it all worthwhile. And honestly, we got this. And I'm saying we. I'm saying you and me right here. No one else is here. It's you and me. We got this. And if things go a little bit... Ooh, eh, 
little bit dicey. We made it this far, so, you know. Who knows, maybe one day we'll catch a, catch a Pazuzu all on our own. Oh, can you imagine what type of citizen arrest that would be? If you citizen arrested Pazuzu. Oh, man, I shouldn't be talking about him like this. He's dead. No, you know what? Fuck it. I talk about Ted Bundy like this. Fuck it. Don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm very scatterbrained right now. I'm so sorry. I've been trying to kind of stay on focus, though, for this episode. But you know what? Things happen. I'm going to be fine. And so are you. And I think that's it for the 20th. Whoa, episode up at night. Can you guys believe I've been here for 20 episodes? Oh, you guys have been here for 20 episodes. That's insane. Thank you guys so much for listening to me. Um, it just really does mean a lot. Uh, I am going to try and start doing a little bit more like, uh, I'm looking right now to see if I can maybe, I don't know, get some ads going, get some, get some money. I'm not, it like clearly in my podcast isn't like, you know, whoa, massive. So it's not like I'm like, oh, I should, I need to get a thousand dollars per episode. But like, if I can just get like five bucks for some coffee, that'd be nice. <laughs> of course, though, I'm not going to like, you know, bombard everyone with ads or anything. I'm not going to put one like every the second, like a morgues video. I just, you know, just been thinking about it. I may even not do it. Who knows? Next week, I could be like, nah, fuck the system. Fuck capitalism. Let's run into the woods. Hopefully not, though. If I decide, if I tell you guys to run into the woods, would you do it? And that is the question I want you, I, I want you guys to answer that straight up. I want you guys to go to Up at Night Cast and tweet me if you would, if you would trust me to just blindly tell you to run into the woods with me. And of course it wouldn't just be like you and me, that'd be, that'd be awkward, I couldn't handle that. But it'd be like, you know, like a collection of us. Like, all of the people that listen to this podcast, plus me, will all run into the woods together. And just live a little, a little, a little life. A little life needs some, eat cabbage. <laughs> Alright, okay, I'm gonna get going. I'm gonna leave you on that thought, holding it to you. Tweet me about it, please. I really want to know. You don't even have to follow me, I just want to know what you think. <laughs> so this is the end. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to me on this 20th episode. And I will see you next time I can't sleep. Bye, guys.